Now it's time for Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf, the number one relationship advice radio show in the U.S. Hello again and welcome to Ask Dr. Love. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf and it's my pleasure to be with you again this week. We're doing the show now the first and the third Thursday of every month. Today's topic is female sexual dysfunction, from sexual inhibitions to diminished desire or no desire, lack of pleasure or no orgasms, and even painful intercourse. Today, we're going to get to the bottom of why millions of women find themselves sexually bottoming out. And today, we're going to do three questions that were submitted to me. The first is how to handle your wife's lack of libido. And I work with a man in this question who doesn't know how to bring up the subject of his wife's lack of desire. So stay tuned to find out how he can handle this sexual stalemate without offending his mate. Second question, lady who is married to the Jiffy Lube man. And here I'm helping a woman whose hubby expects her to lube up in a Jiffy. Meanwhile, she needs more time to become aroused. As a result, their sex life has been brought to its knees. Stick with me to find out how she can address this topic so that he will give her some decent, or I guess I should say indecent foreplay. Third question, girlfriend who finds sex too painful. I assist a man whose girlfriend's vagina clams shut every time he tries to penetrate her, making intercourse too painful. So stay with me to find out how they can solve this problem and open sesame. These columns are all in the archives at AskDrLove.com, which I have made available to you at no charge. Search the keywords and you'll find all kinds of columns that I have been archiving for decades. And we're going to do a reading between the sheets question. Woman who has trouble achieving orgasms. I help out a wife who should be granted an Academy Award for her skill at faking orgasms. She's finally sick and tired of the act and wants to come clean with her husband. Stay tuned to learn how I help her get out of the hole she's dug for herself so she can start getting down for real. Now, on to today's show, female sexual dysfunction. What causes it causes it, and how to overcome it? So does your sex life leave something to be desired? Well, if you said yes, please know you are not alone. According to research, 43% of all women are less than thrilled with their sex lives. And these same 43% of women are also experiencing sexual dysfunction in some form or another. Did you know that 21% of women between the ages of 18 and 29 reported physical pain with intercourse? 27% reported sexual experiences to be unpleasurable, and 16% reported sexual anxiety. A web survey conducted from the Department of Urology and Psychiatry at UCLA Medical School found that approximately 40% of women reported that they did not seek treatment for issues related to sexual dysfunction. That's almost half the women who are struggling don't even get help. So what are the symptoms of sexual dysfunction in women? Symptoms symptoms of female sexual dysfunction include low sex drive, pain during or after intercourse, which is called dyspareunia, inability to achieve orgasm, which is called anorgasmia, problems getting sexually aroused, which is called inhibited sexual desire. Now, what causes sexual dysfunction in women? Often, sexual problems are the result of both physical, that is, medical, 
problems and emotional issues. And when a physical condition is diagnosed, it can usually be treated with relative ease and in a short time period. Psychological factors are generally resolved with psychotherapy and or sex therapy, and this usually requires more time to resolve. Physical issues contributing to sexual dysfunction in women include hormone imbalance, adrenal fatigue, low thyroid, diabetes, nerve obstruction, insufficient blood flow, muscle spasms, which are called pelvic floor dysfunctions, muscle tension, uh, infections throughout the body or in the bladder or vagina, inflammation of the reproductive organs like endometriosis or bladder urethral inflammation or interstitial cystitis, which a lot of people don't realize is not a bladder or urethral infection. It's an inflammation of the interstitial tissue that is between the bowel and the urethra and bladder. Now, also another little known cause of sexual dysfunction is dehydration. Undiluted urine can cause the tissues to get burned by a very acidic urine pH. Uh, toxicity, which just makes the body not work right, period. And it can even make you have pain anywhere in your body. It's funny, my hairdresser was complaining to me last week about having this horrible neck pain. And I realized, you know, a lot of people have neck pain. And when we're very, very toxic and we do fasting, generally the neck is killing us till you do a coffee enema and release the toxins. And then the headache and the pain at the base of the skull releases. But toxicity anywhere in the soft tissues can give you pain. Also candidiasis, which is a overgrowth of the candida albicans. Um, it's a yeast actually. Bowel inflammation. Don't forget the bowel is very close to the sexual organs, Crohn's, colitis, irritable bowel, leaky gut, intestinal permeability. And that is an epidemic problem, intestinal permeability and gut disturbances. The nerves supplying the bowel are close to our sexual organs. And then of course, perimenopause and menopause cause diminished desire, vaginal atrophy and dryness. And remember for some time, membracin, uh, was my show sponsor, and they have a patented form of sea buckthorn that reverses vaginal dryness and atrophy, membraceinlife.com, remember that. Now, some psychological issues that contribute to sexual dysfunction in women can include sexually repressive upbringing. Certain, certain cultures really imbibe women with these feelings of shame about their sexual functioning and their body, but also sexual trauma. Many, many women who have been sexually violated in, especially during their youth, their childhood, their early life, have a lot of difficulty ha having sex, painful sex, embarrassment about sex, no sexual pleasure. Also, there can be problems resulting from stress and that can cause sexual dysfunction, communication problems with your partner about sex, or even communication problems or relationship problems that cause disconnection, and that affects your sex drive and sexual functioning. 
conflicting levels of desire in a couple. That's called molar conflicts. I have a discussion about that in Kiss Your Fights Goodbye. Be just differing levels of desire can cause a lot of sexual dysfunction. The husband husband, or the, the, um, the male partner can feel unwanted by the woman and vice versa. It, it can be a real hornet's nest. Problems resulting from long periods of inactivity can also affect your sexual functioning. And of course, problems resulting from infidelities, depression, anxiety. And then there's body shame and body dysmorphic disorder. Like for example, let's say you are overweight and you're ashamed of your body or you have stretch marks or you have a dysmorphic disorder where you actually think you're ugly and too fat when you're not. All these things can really interfere with your sexual functioning. There was a survey of American women ages 18 to 59. It was conducted by Lauman and colleagues at the University of Chicago. And they found that the most common sexual problem in 33.4% of women is what's called hypoactive sexual desire disorder, more commonly referred to as low sex drive or low libido, followed by difficulty with orgasm in 24.1% of, of the respondents. Pain during intercourse occurs in 14.4% of the women, and that was the only condition to show a relationship to age because it decreases as women get older. No, I don't think that's right. I think that the pain increases as women get older. As the uh, hormones drop, the pain gets um more as women get older. Hypoactive sexual desire disorder is a deficiency or an absence of sexual fantasies and an absence of desire for sexual activity. That's how the American Psychiatric the Association, the APA, defines HSDD, hypoactive sexual desire disorder. And the definition is vague, obviously, because the APA acknowledges that there can be significant differences in sexual interest levels among women. And according to that survey, 37% of women think about sex a few times a month, and only 33% think about sex two to three times a week or more. Interestingly, happy women seem to think about sex more often than unhappy women. Now, who knows which comes first, the, pardon the pun, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Are you happy because you're having more sex? Or is uh, the fact that you have more desire and have more sex making you more happy? They don't know. Difficulty with orgasm or female orgasmic disorder is a persistent delay or absence of orgasm. And this definition is also from the APA. And it, again, attempts to allow for individual variation by not giving a specific number or percentage to define a quote unquote normal amount of orgasms. But the survey finds that 29% of women say they always have orgasms during sex and 40% say they are physically satisfied with their partners. There are wide variations in sexual functioning and there is no gold standard that you should feel you have to meet for your sexual functioning to be considered normal. If you experience a sexual problem that troubles you, then it is a problem that needs to be addressed. And I do encourage you to talk to your doctor first to rule out any medical issues affecting your sexual desire or your sexual performance. So I want to take a few minutes to talk about the common questions that people ask regarding 
sexual dysfunction and give you an answer to each. So this question I get asked and I have gotten asked over the decades, what causes decreased sexual desire in women? And like I said a few minutes ago, low sex drive can be caused by a range of factors, which vary from one person to the next. Fatigue, the daily responsibilities, and multiple roles women often assume, and many possible psychological causes can impact a woman's sexual appetite. And it's also known that certain health conditions and medications can affect a woman's sexual desire. Depression and anxiety disorders can interfere with sexual desire, but so can some of the drugs used to treat these conditions. And millions and millions of people and women are on antidepressants. In particular, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, also known as SSRIs like Prozac, Paxil and Zoloft have side effects that have a negative impact on women's libidos, especially. Well, Butrin SR is a possible alternative as it does not seem to cause sexual problems. Serzone, Remeron, and Luvox may not cause problems with sexual desire either. But, you know, I'm just so not a fan of using drugs to deal with depression. I always ask my patients. And I work with my patients to explore all the natural ways to reverse depression. And of course, low magnesium is a very common cause of depression. By the way, don't forget birth control pills, mood stabilizers, tranquilizers, and other medications have also been shown to decrease libido. So if you notice a drop in your sexual desire around the time you start a new drug, talk to your doctor to see if there is a connection. And don't stop taking any med without talking to your doctor first, especially with the antidepressants and anti-anxiety drugs. Stopping can really make you sick and be life-threatening. Now, next question, that's a very common question. What's the difference between sexual arousal and sexual desire? So in most women who are not experiencing sexual problems, libido and arousal arousal are closely related and difficult to separate. Libido refers to a baseline interest in sex and might be redefined as sexual appetite. Arousal refers to the physiological response to sexual stimuli. So women with higher libidos generally have a greater response to sexual stimuli or greater arousal. Physical manifestations of sexual arousal include vaginal lubrication, increased blood flow to the labia, clitoris, and vagina. All right, here's the next question. What can increase sexual arousal in women? One of the symptoms of decreased sexual arousal in women is a reduced amount of vaginal lubrication. And over-the-counter vaginal lubricants can augment lubrication. And if a decrease in vaginal lubrication has been caused by menopause, hormone therapy can help. And this is the only approved drug therapy for this do- for this disorder. Um, is um, this is the you know the part the mainstream party line take. Uh, hormones. Bioidentical vaginal estrogen is a safer alternative. There's less absorption through the bloodstream when you just use the bioidentical hormone vaginally. But remember also, for those who uh, can't or don't wish to take hormones, Membrace in Life, that patented form of sea buckthorn, is very effective. Um, It's very interesting 
but this is like more from people who are into the mainstream approach to problems, Viagra and a class of medications called alpha adrenergic blockers like regetine, uh, they can increase vaginal lubrication and response to sexual stimulation. But there was this study and after the study of Viagra for various female sexual problems did not show an increase in sexual pleasure in women. So even if you might have more lubrication, so what if you don't have more pleasure? Now, aside from pharmacologic solutions, which as you know, I don't favor, women can also choose behavioral therapy to help increase sexual arousal. Like this kind of therapy is aimed at enhancing sexual fantasies, focusing your attention on sexual stimuli. And for women in ongoing relationships, the therapist will also look into the possibility of communication problems in the relationship or lack of sexual stimulation by the woman's partner. And sometimes too, women are uncomfortable to actually say to a partner what they want. So they sort of just lie there and suck it up and go along with what's being done, even though it's not ringing their bell. It's really great to be able to show your partner what you like, what really works for you, and then use body language and words of encouragement when your partner gets it right. What can increase sexual desire in women? Well, of course, mainstream research focuses on drug interventions, which, as you know, again, I don't go for. Drugs work on symptoms. They don't work on the underlying cause of the problem. And let's face it, nobody has a drug deficiency, right? So that being said, a recent study of 66 women ages 23 to 65 with low sex drive for an average of six years found that Wellbutrin SR was an effective treatment or could be an effective treatment. One third of the women experienced doubled interest in sexual activity, sexual arousal, and sexual fantasies. Although Wellbutrin SR is an antidepressant, the women in this study did not suffer from depression and they did not have relationship difficulties. More studies are needed to support this preliminary data, but I would never recommend using a drug like this to treat a low sex drive condition. I never would. Um, beyond drugs, there are links between hormones and sexual desire and response. There have been studies that indicate that testosterone can increase sexual desire in women whose low sex drive is a result of the surgical removal of their ovaries. Continual treatment with testosterone does have side effects and may lead to masculine side effects in some women, lower voice, hair loss, facial hair growth, or even an enlarged clitoris. It's almost like the testosterone is making the clitoris grow into a small penis. It's very strange. Another factor to consider is that for some women, feelings of guilt and shame learned in early childhood may interfere with adult sexual function and may affect one or more phases of the sexual response cycle. So in these instances, as well as in cases of sexual abuse, psychotherapy can help. Marriage counseling or couples therapy can also be of value. I'm of the alternative approach mindset, as you know, and I have seen a link as well between detoxifying the body exercising, improved self-esteem, and resolving body issues to improve your sexual drive and performance. And stress chemicals are incompatible with arousal. So remember, deep breathing, 
yoga, meditation are really good for switching the body into parasympathetic mode, which is the peaceful state you need to be in in order to become aroused. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about what can cause a lack of orgasm. Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love reaches millions of terrestrial radio listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group as everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other relationship advice show broadcast anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business? If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 877-941-4731. That's 877-941-4731. Again, 877-941-4731. Imagine, this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money, and they can take it, all of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, 
Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash grief relief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash grief relief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf. We're talking about how to overcome female sexual dysfunction. The question I promised to answer before we took the break was what can cause lack of orgasm? So the inability to achieve orgasm called anorgasmia can be caused by a number of factors, both physical and psychological in nature, lack of adequate stimulation, acute stress, anxiety, as well as depression and relationship problems can all interfere with the ability to experience orgasm and other health conditions, including hormone imbalances, and in younger women, estrogen dominance, too much estrogen in relationship to progesterone, and in older women, low estrogen, or low testosterone, low thyroid, diabetes, bladder infections, interstitial cystitis, toxicity, and inflammation in the body from a gluten intolerance, even incontinence can cause problems too. Everyday stress and the many roles and responsibilities women deal with can result in distractions, making orgasms more difficult to achieve. And in addition, cultural and religious prohibitions may result in anorgasmia, possibly related to a heightened sense of guilt. Fortunately, there are very good self-help books available to assist women in developing skills that will improve their ability to reach orgasm. And remember, medications can also interfere with the ability to experience orgasm. As I said before, many antidepressants, including Prozac, Zoloft, and Paxil, have a high propensity to cause such problems. In addition, antipsychotic drugs like Haldol, Thorazine, and Melaril can cause inability to reach orgasm, and Valium may delay orgasm. Fortunately, there are other antidepressants, as I mentioned in the first segment, Wellbutrin SR and antipsychotic drugs, Zeprexa and Seroquel, which don't seem to cause inability to experience orgasm. Antihypertensive drugs may also interfere with orgasm. Any disease like MS that interrupts the nerve supply to the genitals may also cause lack of orgasm. And think about it, spinal issues, spinal compression, lack of nerve flow. Okay. Next question for you. How is dyspareunia, pain during sex, treated? Well, in postmenopausal women who experience diminished vaginal lubrication, hormone replacement therapy is often recommended. Vaginal creams containing estrogen may also help. Even women who are not postmenopausal experience problems with vaginal lubrication, which can create friction during sex and ultimately cause pain. And if this is your case, use the -the over-the-counter lubricants before intercourse as a possible remedy. By the way, this is just something I thought of now. Uh, Vaginal lubrication is the result of fluids being pooled in the vaginal area. So many people experience dehydration, don't drink enough water. And if you don't have enough water, the body can't pull the water to lubricate you. I know it sounds crazy, but if you're feeling dry, drink more and see if the Sahara Desert south of the hemisphere doesn't become more like the tropics. If the woman experiencing pain is in a relationship, always important also for her to talk to her partner. Together, you can work to find a 
position that might be more comfortable. Change in the time of day when you're more rested may help. Because remember, you have to be relaxed in order to be in parasympathetic mode in order to lubricate. If pain is persistent, do see your doc. The pain could be a symptom of, of another medical condition. In fact, most physicians view dyspareunia, pain with intercourse, as a pain disorder and will treat it accordingly. Now, they all use analgesics and creams. There are a lot of treatments available, and your doctor is going to work with you to find a solution to your problem. But don't forget, magnesium should always be your first line of defense because magnesium is needed in over 1,040 enzymatic bodily functions. Magnesium is the precursor to all your hormone productions. It's needed so that your nerves function correctly, the blood flows correctly. It's also a central nervous system tranquilizer, so it helps you get into parasympathetic mode, which is the mode you need to be in in order to relax enough to become lubricated and to respond sexually and to have an orgasm. And remember, um, I don't sell electric transdermal magnesium, but I recommend it to all my TV radio audiences and my patients, electromagnesium.com.au. And if you use the code doctor.jamie, they'll give you a discount. Order um, approximately $100 US and you'll get free shipping. Um, I don't I don't get commissions. I'm not an affiliate. I, it's just a mission for me to get the word out because your doctor will not think about this. Docs don't study nutrition. And so they're not going to think about how they can help you with these symptoms using magnesium. Can women ever expect sex to be the same again after a hysterectomy? This is a common question. And the answer is absolutely yes. A recent large study found that the removal of your uterus, a hysterectomy, did not interfere with sexual function. However, removal of the uterus and the ovaries, which is called an oophorectomy, an o, it's hard to say, an oophorectomy. I can't even say it. But anyway, it's the removal of your ovaries. Um, this causes large declines in your sex um, sex hormones. And hormone replacement therapy with or without testosterone replacement may, may help to restore sexual function in women experiencing sexual difficulty after that particular surgery. As with any major change in physical functioning, some women do find their sexual functioning negatively impacted. Some women miss the contractions of the uterus that they associate with orgasm, and removal of the cervix may result in a change in the physical sensation that women experience during deep penetration during intercourse. So there's a wide variation in sexual functioning post-hysterectomy. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love reaches millions of terrestrial radio listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group as everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other relationship advice show broadcast anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business?
If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 877-941-4731. That's 877-941-4731. Again, 877-941-4731. Imagine, this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money, and they can take it. All of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Hello again. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. We're talking about how to overcome female sexual dysfunction. Here's another question that is commonly asked. What is vaginismus? Is there any hope for women with vaginismus ever having a healthy sexual relationship? Vaginismus is a persistent or recurrent spasm of the outer third of the vagina that interferes with intercourse. It can usually be treated by the use of vaginal dilators of increasing diameter plus relaxation training. The success rate increases in couples where the partner is involved in the therapy process. And while treatment can help, it is important to note that some women have very intimate, loving relationships without intercourse. And don't forget, anytime we're dealing with spasms, right? Magnesium, magnesium, magnesium. Almost all of us are low in magnesium. And when we don't have enough, any kind, any part of the body can go into spasm or tightness. But there are always... um, 
in the case of the vagina tightening, there are often underlying uh, factors like childhood sexual abuse, conflict, ambivalence about sex that come to bear on that kind of problem. Next question, will hormones help women with decreased sexual desire? Which hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, what about DHEA? So in postmenopausal or perimenopausal women, estrogen replacement can decrease pain during intercourse and facilitate vaginal lubrication. Studies have shown that testosterone increases libido in women. So if someone's decreased desires due to a drop in testosterone, it can very likely be resolved with testosterone. But to date, these studies have used high doses of testosterone, which might lead to masculinization if taken for long periods of time. Although DHEA is also a precursor to the female and male sex hormones, there have been very few studies of its effect on women and none. Um, there, there's conflicting information about the DHEA. Some say that the DHEA suppositories can really, really help with vaginal dryness and atrophy but there isn't proof yet that DHEA will improve a woman's libido. Again, remember magnesium's the master mineral. Um, it's your precursor for all your hormones. So uh, you need it. Also consider Yohimbi, a tree bark that comes from Africa. It's called the natural Viagra. Yohimbi increases blood flow and circulation to the female organs, boosts sensation and engorgement of the genitals. You might also want to try natural aphrodisiac herbal oils like jasmine, lang lang, and sandalwood. All provide aphrodisiac and sexual stimulation for the senses when combined with massage. Also make a tea with damiana leaf. It's a well-known female aphrodisiac made of the leaves of a plant common in the Americas. Try also uh, the popular mura puama an ancient Amazon river basin herb taken from the bark of the Murapuama tree. And it's known by its nickname, Viagra, Viagra of the Amazon. You might also try Ginkgo biloba, which has long been used as a woman's herb to increase all around sexual function and health. And younger women with low drive, excess estrogen dampens sex drive and estrogen dominance, low progesterone, um, dim, DIM is a really good thing to help you flush the excess estrogen from the body, as is cruciferous vegetables. And in older women with low estrogen levels, they need to boost their estrogen and progesterone. And maca has been shown to increase a woman's libido. But since it has estrogenic effects, don't use it if you have any kind of estrogen-dependent cancers or a history of thyroid problems. Black cohosh, licorice, they also increase estrogen levels. Um, one more question, and then we're going to get to your questions that you submitted. Is there anything else that's important for women to understand about female sexual dysfunction? So obviously sexual response varies between women and within each individual woman. Sexual concerns are very common. Some sexual problems while distressing may reflect normal variations in a woman's life. So shifting focus to enhancing intimacy rather than having all interactions result in intercourse may help. Not all sexual concerns or problems are dysfunctions. Women need to pay attention to changes in their daily lives that may cause sexual dysfunction. In cases where medication 
causes a sexual problem, the solution may be as simple as changing the med or adjusting the dosage or getting off of the drug. Don't be afraid to talk to your doctor and your partner. It can be difficult and uncomfortable to initiate a conversation with a doc about sex, but the majority of women can be helped if they're willing to talk openly to their healthcare provider and determine the best treatment for their specific problem. All right, before we take a break, I'm just going to give you a few of my little tweets to help drive the messages uh, that I've given you so far home. You can end the stalemate of crummy sex with your mate. Don't allow mating to be grading. Don't let your sex life become an ex-life. Let's reverse the hex on your sex. Without desire, you can't kindle a sexual fire. When you feel confident in your skin, you will feel more like making love to her or him. When you accept your body, your sex life will be less shoddy. If you were to make an honest confession, would you say your sex life has made a mysterious defection? Well, if you were raised in a home that was sexually hung up, you could end up feeling sexually stuck. And if your hormones are off, you may have trouble getting off. When it comes to your partner, you gotta have lots of trust or else you'll find it hard to feel in lust. And when you don't feel close to your partner, you will need a sexual starter. And if you are dry below the belt with desire, you will not melt. If sex with your mate has become stale, you are in a sexual stale mate. And everything I suggested to you in the first two segments of this show are really going to get you back in the saddle again. Let's take a break and I'll answer your questions. Are you a business looking to expand across the USA? Ask Dr. Love reaches millions of terrestrial radio listeners, offering you a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group as everyone is concerned about their relationships. There is no other relationship advice show broadcast anywhere else in the USA. By advertising on Ask Dr. Love, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. Visit AskDrLove.com and fill out the contact form to get in on this tremendous opportunity. Fill out the contact form at AskDrLove.com right now and get all the details. Will it be your company that gets to take advantage and grow your business? If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 877-941-4731. That's 877-941-4731. Again, 877-941-4731. Imagine, this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money, and they can take it, all of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back. 
by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. You're listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If your heart is still hurting over the bodily loss of your loved one, the reason is simple. We're not meant to be separated from those we love, and reconnecting is the only way to end the grief. But reconnecting and staying connected requires guidance. As a gift to her listeners, Dr. Turndorf is offering a limited number of discounted grief relief sessions to help you reestablish a relationship with loved ones in spirit and resolve any unfinished issues. If you're ready to experience the healing and joy of reconnecting, visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to schedule your session. But don't wait. Space is limited. Visit drjamieturndorf.com slash griefrelief to find out more. And now, back to Dr. Turndorf. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Love. I'm answering the questions you submitted, and they all relate to the topic of today's show, how to overcome female sexual dysfunction. How to handle your wife's lack of libido. I'm 41. My wife is 32. We have a a one-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife has no interest in having sexual relations. The last time was about 10 months ago. She has thyroid problems and is taking medication for that. We know that could be part of the cause of her lack of libido. She and I get along fine other than this. When I bring up the subject, she does not want to discuss it much. I'm very frustrated. Do you have any advice? Well, I think it's time you take matters in your own hands and hold her foot to the fire. I think that you are going to need to press your wife a little harder so that she can't wiggle out of the discussion so easily. When you do talk, make sure that you cover all your bases. Tell her that you understand that she is without libido. However, there are two people in this marriage, and one of them still has a sex drive. Her refusal to talk over the problem with you and arrive at a solution leaves you feeling blown off, no pun intended. In fact, her behavior is not only indifferent, it's quite hostile. She acts as though your needs mean nothing to her. In short, she's telling you quite literally to go screw yourself. I don't believe that her lack of sexual interest is due only to her low sex drive. Even if she has no desire, she could still give you pleasure, which she isn't doing. She is, in fact, starving you. And I think that your wife must be angry with you and is expressing this anger through withholding behavior. Ask her to take responsibility for the message that she is sending you through her withholding behavior. Tell her that when one partner is ungiving to the other, it is an expression of angry feelings. Nobody feels like giving when he or she feels angry that his or her own needs aren't being met. Next, ask her what you have said or done or not said or done to make her feel so angry with you and ask her what you can say or do to make her feel more given to by you. And when her feelings are on the table and you are working to be more responsive to her needs, I'm sure that she will feel more like taking care of yours 
whether she has a good sex drive or not. Let me know how you make out. And I do mean that literally. Next question, lady who is married to the Jiffy Lube man. Hello, I'm 24-year-old female. I have one problem. It takes a long time for me to get excited. And by the time I get excited, my husband has fallen off. Is there any medicine or some method by which I can get excited in a short time, say 10 minutes? Help me, please. This has led to fights and lots of disturbances in my life. Well, I think we should call your husband the Jiffy Lube Man and because he expects you to become lubricated and aroused in a jiffy. And based upon what we know about normal female sexual response, your husband's expectations are not realistic. This is why most couples engage in at least 20 minutes of foreplay before the woman feels excited enough to have intercourse. And most women require 20 minutes of direct clitoral stimulation to have an orgasm. So I'm not at all convinced that you take too long. Too long for your husband, perhaps, but not too long for the average woman. Since I don't know how long you need to become excited, I will assume for the moment that you are having a problem getting aroused quickly enough, although I'm not convinced. And I'll discuss also all the possible reasons why sexual arousal might be impeded. And if you have found your desire decreasing over time, you might want to make sure that certain health problems such as low thyroid levels, adrenal fatigue, or hormone imbalances like estrogen low estrogen or estrogen dominance or low testosterone levels are not reducing your desire. I assume that your periods are normal and your menstrual cycle is regular. And if it isn't, then have a thorough gynecological checkup. If everything is normal medically, then it's time to get off, again, no pun intended, the subject of health for a second and examine some emotional factors that could be inhibiting your sexual desire. You said that you have been fighting with your husband about this issue and anger kills desire. And I'm sure that you are pissed off at him for not accepting your own sexual pace. Also worrying about whether you will become excited quickly enough is another desire buster. In fact, people must be totally relaxed to become aroused and anger and fear could explain why you aren't getting excited fast enough. Fear of intimacy is another desire buster. Keep in mind that many couples are afraid to be close and they fight about sex as a way of keeping distance. In other words, by arguing over you're not getting excited, no one gets off or gets close. The bottom line is the fact that there are issues here that are deeper than sex. The question is, is he using this you're too slow ploy to keep you away from him or are you not getting aroused in order to keep him away from you or both? You might want to discuss this issue together and see what comes up. Again, no pun intended. Also, the fact that he becomes so angry when you don't get aroused fast enough for him makes me think that he's reading a meaning into your lack of arousal. That is, I think your lack of desire is read as an insult to his manhood. He's not a good enough lover and so on. I think his feelings are bruised and he becomes angry as a consequence. And I would talk with him about how he feels when you are slow to arouse. What are his thoughts? Uh, how does he interpret your lack of arousal? If he speaks to you honestly, I'm sure that hurt and feelings of failure will come out. And if this is so, then you can remind him that all women are like you and that it is normal for men to be excited much more quickly than women. And if you can help him to understand and feel comfortable about the normal differences between men and women's sexuality, then we have a chance here. When the anger and fightings, fighting subsides, you can both begin to experiment and have some fun. 
You might be able to work as a loving team on finding creative solutions. After all, lovemaking is supposed to be about joining a body, mind, and soul, not running a relay. Get it? Relay as in lay. (laughs) Now, seriously, if you can talk to each other as loving partners instead of enemies or competitors, then you'll have some energy available to try options, sensual massages, loving words, and physical affection outside the bedroom in order to create the mood and heighten your arousal long before you hit the springs giving him an orgasm before he even begins to arouse you so that the pressure is off both of you. Again, when you're friends, not enemies, your own creativity will take hold. So I've said a lot. The main thing is to help your husband understand that your slow arousal is normal and not a sign that he is failing you. Once the hurt and anger diminishes, you should be able to find some creative ways to make love so that both of you feel loved and accepted. See what I mean? So, you know, I think I don't have time to answer the the question, the girlfriend who finds intercourse too painful and a woman who has trouble achieving orgasms. So um, remember, go to AskDrLove.com and as my public service to everyone, you can read the questions that I've archived. And remember, we're all very similar. Search the keywords, read about other problems and the solutions to their problems. Store my solutions in your memory bank because sooner or later, someone else's problem will likely become your problem. And the more you know and the more is stored in your memory bank, the more you're going to be able to help yourself or someone close to you when that kind of a problem arises. So remember, I'm doing the show now every uh, other week, that is the first and the third Thursday of each month. Any questions that you want me to address during the show, feel free to submit them. Uh, Any topics you'd like me to address that feel relevant to you, use the contact form to let me know. Um, That's all I have for you this week. I'm thinking about you and I'm sending you lots of love and take good care until next time. You've been listening to Ask Dr. Love with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Sign up for Dr. Jamie's newsletter at askdrlove.com and receive her meditation audio that will guide you to open your heart and chill out during these stressful times.